0: This is the Annex Wealth Management SWAT Podcast, Episode 8. Monday, July 18th, 2022, Strengths, Weaknesses, Opportunities and Threats, Insight and Perspective from members of the Annex Wealth Management Investment Committee. Joining us in the studio, Trevor Nargis, Investment Management Specialist. Welcome. Hey, thanks. Blaine a CFA, Trader Research Analyst at Annex Wealth Management. Welcome. Hi, Danny. I must apologize. Over the last couple of episodes, I have not included the fact that you are a CFA, which in my understanding is basically, what, the Eagle Scout of uh, finance? I suppose. <laughs> I don't know. Come on, take it. It's going to be a big week. Uh, Let's look ahead.
1: Yeah, so what we wanted to do this week was take a look into the housing market. Strength, weaknesses, opportunities, threats as they pertain to the housing market here. Talk about how buyers are shaping up in this environment, how homeowners are looking in this environment, and even talk about some home builders as well.
2: Digging into strengths, strength within the housing market actually comes from the imbalance that we have from supply and demand. Strictly speaking, on the valuations of homes, the short supply that we're seeing and the abundance of demand that we've had have really pushed up prices on a typical home. Over the last year, we've had 20% increase on your average home and your median home. Just that robust demand that's out there right now is really bringing strength to that market. For
1: existing homeowners, the run-up in prices have been pretty solid now. Some anecdotes, right? People don't like paying more property taxes as they get their houses reassessed. So, so that's never fun when you have to pay more in taxes. But I will say another strength is just the structure of the lending environment when it pertains to the housing market. Back in 2008, very loose lending conditions. You could practically walk into the bank, not have to do too much, get a decent mortgage and be on your merry way. Whereas right now, Banks have, they're still cognizant and still somewhat hurting from banks are still on the edge from 2008 and still, you know, nervous about how lax they are with their lending conditions. So, being a little more stringent, you don't have a ton of leverage in the system that we saw back then. I think that those lending conditions, we tend to revert to the most recent crisis and think that everything's going to be like that, but I really don't think that that's the case here, given the fact that banks have more healthy balance sheets and they're, they're structured a little better.
2: Yeah, the overall health of the banking industry in regards to housing, banks are definitely being more prudent with how they are lending, given uh, the recency of financial crisis a decade ago. Seguing into weaknesses... I had interest rates as the main focal point on this. We started the year with a 30-year mortgage rate at about 3.3%, and then in June, we were touching just around 6%, so almost doubling the cost of interest for owning a home or purchasing a home.
1: Well, right, and one thing I saw circulating around last week, and I just think it's it's something that really needs to be internalized and realize how much interest rates have moved up is that last year you could have bought a $500,000 house, put about 10% down, so 50K. So you would have borrowed 450K at about 3.25%. That'd be a monthly payment of a little north of 1,950 bucks. Now at a five and a half percent rate, if you wanted to have that same payment, a little north of 1950 and a 50K down payment that would only be buying you three hundred ninety-five thousand dollars worth of house, five hundred k worth of house, as opposed to three hundred ninety-five k. That's a, that's a meaningful difference, and so I think that move up in interest rates has definitely hurt the home buyer, and we particularly see that in first-time homebuyers who have been getting priced out of the market. You know, you have a run up in prices. Now that run up has kind of died down a little bit. The percent change isn't as great, but then you couple that with an increase in interest rates and then consumers flooded with cash on their household balance sheets. It's putting a lot of these first time home buyers out of the
2: market. So demand, right? The weakness in demand. Let's couple that with two years ago, home prices were 30% less than they were. So your $395,000 home that you just mentioned is much less house than what you would have bought two years ago. For someone that's looking for a home or was looking at a home a year or two ago, now coming back and looking again, they're gonna be discouraged as to what they're finding.
1: I think one final point I'll make as far as weaknesses are concerned, because it's easy to sit here and and harp on the housing market, just given how things have run up in the past few years. But I'd say for people who are looking to purchase a home, they're hurting right now in the sense that the average home price in 1970 was about three times the median income. You take that to today, and now the average home price is roughly seven times the median income. And I just think that makes it a lot harder for people who are looking to buy a home. A house in general is one of the biggest purchases that people will ever make. It tends to be the largest item on their household balance sheet. And so I just think that that move up in prices coupled with an increase in interest rates, it
2: just presents a weakness overall for those trying to get into the housing market. Seguing into opportunities, market valuations on the home builders themselves have come down this year so far. So home builders as a whole are off about 30% year to date, while homes and properties themselves, the valuations on those have not come down as much, obviously. The valuation on the companies themselves have become more attractive compared to where they were to start the year.
1: To put things into perspective, the S&P. You know, we're speaking before the open on Monday, the 18th. Here, the S&P is down roughly 19 and a half percent this year. Home builders have really taken it on the chin, being down a little north of 30 percent this year. Valuations have come back in line relative to historical averages. Looking back at the five-year average and the 10-year average, the forward price to earnings multiple of home builders is more than two standard deviations off that average. So I think that valuations could present somewhat of an attractive opportunity here going forward. Now we can get into this into threats a little bit later, but obviously there could be some structural issues at hand that kind of warrant those lower prices. I think it's going to have to be something that we monitor here going forward, but I think valuations in general present an opportunity there.
2: I also think the fact that interest rates moved as quickly as they did, if we get a reprieve at all in interest rates, anyone who was looking at a home that might have like pumped the brakes would come back into that market and look for a house and bring already what is strong demand, but increase that demand again.
1: Well, right. And, you know, we've started to see the percent change in prices roll over a little bit. Obviously, it's no news to almost anyone that the housing market has been quite hot in the past few years. But now, looking back, the year-over-year change in 2020, the year-over-year change in 2021, we're seeing a little steeper of a drop this year than we have in those past years. And now maybe that's a function of seasonality. Maybe it's higher interest rates. But if we do start to see prices drop, like you said, you couple that with lower interest rates going forward, maybe we do start to see some new home buyers finally take the plunge. Exactly, finally taking the plunge and be able to uh, to get in there. Threats.
2: What did you have for threats?
1: I have a couple on the home builder side, but one that really stood out is just housing affordability. We kind of touched on it earlier, but the housing affordability index is back to around 2006, which, <laughs> for those of you playing at home, that's not a great thing. People are being priced out as far as like monthly housing payments continuing to move up and up. We're looking at the average amount that people are paying for housing costs is is rising north of 30%. And for those folks in the financial planning side of things, typically a good gauge of what to spend on housing per month is roughly 30% of
2: your income. And so as that continues to move higher, people are getting squeezed. With that, I mean the market downturn that we've had, so far this year, has eaten away at savings. So people who are looking to buy a home for the first time or have not bought a home uh, yet could be looking at their down payment and what was a good chunk of money has come down in value.
1: Yeah, and I think just the appetite of the market in general to go and buy a home. Obviously, there are people who are really itching to get out there and purchase a home. But the divergence that we've started to see here throughout this year is that we have inventories on the rise but mortgage demand is going down. So now that could present an opportunity in the sense of, of prices coming down a little bit later. But when you start to see that divergence, it does tend to precede a slowdown in the housing market. Even though we are seeing inventories on the rise, there has not been that much supply that it's been developed over the past 12, 15 years since the financial crisis. Home builders still are somewhat spooked. I think they still have 2008 in the back of their minds. And so, not being as quick to get in and build more supply just further exacerbates the shortage that we've seen. And then, the final point on that, another threat I would say to builders and the market in general is that builders are starting to see cancellations ramp up too. We haven't seen the rate of cancellations that we're seeing right now since roughly like pre-COVID levels. So definitely something that we're going to
0: have to monitor here going forward. We'll wrap up the pod. We'll head around the room and talk about headlines in each of the categories. What do you guys have for headline strength? Current valuations
2: on the homes right now. We've seen good robust increases in home prices over the last year or two.
1: I would couple that with strong lending conditions and banks uh, having balance sheets that are a little more robust um, that could handle any sort of defaults or anything of that nature.
2: Headline weakness? Interest rates. So the fact that interest rates have increased as much as they have for the start of this year. I would couple that
1: with just affordability in general. People not being able to get into the housing market, be able to buy a home. Headline opportunity? valuations, especially with home builders. Kind of on the other side of that for consumers is that as we do start to see prices fall off a little bit, that might bring some people back into the housing market. And finally, our headline threat.
2: Continued market downturn, eating away at the consumer savings. Lack of supply going forward.
1: Builders haven't been ramping up. They've seen cancellations. So that could further exacerbate the run-up in prices that we've seen.
0: Annex Wealth Management SWAT podcast episode number eight, a housing focus this week. Insight, perspective from members of the Annex Wealth Management Investment Committee. Blaine Disrud, CFA, trader, research analyst. Thank you. Thanks, Danny. Trevor Nargis, investment management specialist. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Annex Wealth Management LLC is a registered investment advisor. For more information about our firm, please visit AnnexWealth.com. The information in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is subject to change without notice. The opinions expressed are those of the participants and don't necessarily reflect on those of Annex Wealth Management LLC. Information presented should not be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice, or a recommendation or a solicitation for the sale of any product or strategy. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from qualified professionals to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation. Investments involve risk. Neither Annex Wealth Management, LLC, nor its podcast participants shall be liable for losses resulting from decisions based on information or viewpoints presented on this podcast.